0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hello, be awesome listeners. We are at episode eleven. Hard to believe. Uh, Just a couple short months ago, episode one was under the peach tree. I am in San Antonio, Texas, this morning. Uh, where it's actually like 10 degrees cooler here than it is in Massachusetts, uh, down here doing a speaking engagement. And for those of you that listened to the Santa Claus episode, uh, I, I mentioned uh, John and Katie Garcia at Alpha Facility Solutions and uh, their commitment to 100 shirts. Uh, that was uh, pretty incredible and, and a kind of a, uh, an easy set point for the type of people that they are. Uh, the shirts were uh, meant to bring something to uh, help uh, with the awareness of homeless kids and foster kids in the United States, which I wasn't aware of, over $3 million today. Um, and Santa kind of brought that awareness to me, and I wanted to do something, give back the $3 per shirt. And, and John and Katie heard about it and, and made a commitment to it right out of the gate. Uh, that's a testament to who they are. Uh, I've been very privileged. And you know, a lot of this Be Awesome movement is, is not about me. It's about everything around me. And what's around me is, is a lot of awesome, uh, a lot of great people, uh, a lot of encouragement, positivity. And it, it's not just because life's great every day. It's, it's because you work through it and you work together with it. And so uh, I'm down here. I'm going to be speaking to John and Katie's company today. And I'm sitting in their poker room. I got to spend the last couple of hours actually learning so much while I've known them for so long, learning so much about them. Uh, John and Katie have been working together. I'm going to ask some of the questions. But they work together at Alpha Solutions. They've been uh, married for a long time. One of the most incredible sights I've seen in a long time was walking through their garage and seeing the pickup truck, John's first pickup truck that uh, they went on their first date in 1974 Is the pickup truck. Yeah. It's a 68 pickup. 68 in 1974. So welcome, guys. Thank you for having me. Now, now I've got a first in the poker room uh, in San Antonio doing a podcast. So we got peach trees. we got hotel rooms. Uh, where we go next, I don't know, but uh welcome and thank you, thank you for your Thanks support for having us. um you know tell me tell us a little bit about you guys what let's go back to the pickup truck and talk about you know there to now you know what what
2: what do you got what's your story High school painting houses saved money to buy a sixty eight pickup truck in nineteen seventy four and polished the paint off of it, drove it to high school. <clears throat> Drove it to college, met Katie between freshman and sophomore year in college, and started dating late that summer in the pickup truck. Uh, Married the fall after we graduated in 1980, and then the pickup truck drove to Mm -hmm. pilot training in the Air Force and all over the the country. And then uh, family started growing, and money got tight, and figured, well, truck's in good shape. You know, might as well go ahead and cash it in, and Katie said, nope. You're not selling that truck. <laughs> no. the, the the truck is still here and still gets pampered, and it's now literally up on a podium. Yeah. Uh, but uh, ready to roll at any time. That's right.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys take it out on date night still? Or you guys, I mean, that... <laughs> <laughs> For some
2: reason, she doesn't want to go to Sonic anymore. Yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: occasionally. Occasionally, he'll pull it down, and, and we'll go tooling around the neighborhood in it, and it's, it's so prized that I don't like it parked in a parking lot any at all. Yeah. It's got to be very protected, so it is, yeah. it's, a, it's a special vehicle. It's a geriatric truck at this point, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm, I'm uh, only pampering it when Katie's in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well,
1: that's great. You know, one of the things that uh, I encourage people is to have, you know, visuals, reminders, and I think that that's probably... Um, from an emotional standpoint, and I'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. that truck has seen uh, ups and downs and all arounds in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the whole family, yeah, yeah. And every time you walk by, something has to hit and tingle and go, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's what it's
2: all about. Yeah. And, Most recent, our oldest daughter, uh, she got married to her husband's family ranch in San Angelo on the the shores of the Concho River, South Concho River, in a pecan grove. And the one thing she was dead set on was getting married there, but also being taken to the altar, the made-up altar by the river, in that truck. So drove her down the muddy hill through a field, and sliding, in her wedding dress, (laughs) (laughs) and pulled her up to the the aisle between the, the rows of church pews that Katie found online somewhere that got set out there and... That was, the, that was the latest uh, great showing of the truck. I think it's the next great showing is in a week when Kimberly, our second daughter, is going to get married and they want to drive off in the red truck. So.
1: Wow, that's the popularity of the red truck. I might have to go back and get a picture of it uh, so that I can put it out on social media so yeah. people understand the, yeah. the red truck.
2: Yeah, the, the uh, ones that have gotten to ride in it the most lately are those blown-up swans you see in the back of it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I, I did notice that. I didn't know if there was anything. I didn't know if that was just pool storage. It's pool storage, uh, yeah. yeah that, that looks pretty, we think it looks yeah. pretty good. The truck's yeah. got permanent residence almost. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, that's, that's great, and, uh, and congratulations with, uh, with Kimberly's upcoming uh, wedding. I can remember when she was uh, f- uh, doing the tryouts for American Idol, right. yeah. and that was one of the first times I met you guys, and I was having a small party at my friend Greg's uh, bar the office in Myrtle Beach, and you guys volunteered her to come down and sing, and she not only sang, but she sang happy birthday to uh, one of our, our clients that was having his birthday there. I mean, just lights out, phenomenal singer um and just uh, another example of just doing the right things or just doing something and always being, you know, thinking about that. You know, in today's world it's really easy to go uh, I know we talked about this over the last couple of hours that you know I know some people that are really successful professionally mm-hmm. if you were to look at their balance sheet but they're really not successful personally as a, as a, in my opinion as a human they're not mm-hmm. they're not good people to to others. And, you know, one of the things that I've always caught on about you guys is you have a real appreciation for humans. You know, you have a real appreciation for people. Mm -hmm. And I guess it comes naturally, but there's got to be times in your life when it doesn't. And there's got to be times in your life when you're you're running a successful business. I mean, hands down, you guys are one of the best in what you do. And you're doing a great job. And you're doing it together, which is like, that's a trifecta for just a difficult life, right? (laughs) Like most families, most families... Don't smile and get along and have fun and do all this stuff. Um, you know, how do you do that every day? Like, how do you guys wake up every day with the, whether it's on purpose, intentional, forced, not natural, whatever? How do you how do you guys just go through every day? Because you know, the, the side second piece of that is this, what people don't see in leaders in leaders today. A lot of the times is the stress that you take on. Mm-hmm. So you guys have roughly a hundred employees. You know that's a hundred checks you got to send every couple of weeks. That's you know four hundred you know family members, and then the trickle down effect of that, and the communities that they support, and everything else. Right. Like, how yeah. do you guys do it so incredibly? Like, it seems easy. It seems like what you guys do is easy, and I
2: I know it's got to be. Watching the PGA hard. golfers' golf swing seems easy. Too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so thanks. Good a great compliment. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> no, but to look to your your you're your, your a. Great example. Also, you just you just do it. You do what you do, because you do what you say you're gonna do, right? Yeah. And Katie and I've got no different outlook than that on life or anything else we engage in. Same with our girls. Is we say we're gonna do something, we'll do it, and we've pointed that in a direction that's not about us. It's about others. So the the you know the the three legged stool that you know we we found all of our efforts and put our energy into is in the business taking care of the client taking care of the people taking care of the client and then take care of the organization so there's there's no I or me or us in that and when the the team grows to a hundred and the client list grows to several hundreds there's a lot to focus on way outside of anything that's you know the 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 petty you know stress-related uh-oh, you know, I'm not feeling real good about me right now. Well, too bad. You know, there's a whole lot right. of people to focus on that will be of benefit to them and all those around them, and that will all come back full circle. So just be patient, and, you know, things will work out.
1: Yeah.
0: So true.
1: Yeah, uh, and Katie was sharing with me, that you know, some of the changes that you guys are going through with accounting uh, softwares and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that that's something that, you know, I've I've tried to look at things in this whole new be awesome idea as far as you know the people that you want to be around and I was driving over here this morning I actually stayed down um by the by the river walk or um by the waterfront there uh-huh. um Partly because I have a, a my business uh, experience actually started in San Antonio. Mm. Uh, it'll be a story for another day. But I, mm-hmm. I learned about the importance of knowing what per diem is when you go out with coworkers to Morton's <laughs> of Chicago. And there's four of you. And you're the new guy. And the check comes. And Scott says... Oh, just put it on your per diem. And you realize that your per diem is like $34 a day in 1996. <laughs> so that
2: covered one of the appetizers. I, yeah, that covered one of the appetizers. Um,
1: so but I want to say, I just I, I hadn't been down in that area in a while, but I was, I was driving and I was thinking about it. And I was, I was sitting here saying, you know, and part of my Be Awesome, this whole thing about the learning experiences from podcasts to the shirt to figure out how to write a book when you don't know how to write and all this other stuff... The reality of what I'm learning is is that the people that are successful are successful because they keep going. Mm-hmm. They're su- not they're not successful because they take the time to think about what it is that's wrong or how it is it's wrong. They just go to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like, hey, this isn't working. All right, let's find a solution yeah. to it. Uh, you know, this isn't working, let's let's not dwell on it. Let's yeah. let's move and execute. Let's not drag our feet. Let's move on to the next play. Right. Yeah. And it's not all gonna work. No. But we do a really good job at showing that it works, right? Because if we show that we don't work, then it trickles down to the rest of the team, and then it's... And nobody works. Correct. Then nobody works. True. So, um, so how long have you guys been working together? Like, when did you start all this?
0: Uh, oh, Alpha. Alpha Facility Solutions started in 2007. Okay. And uh, John decided that he could do it. And we had Cassie... In college, and Kimberly wanting to go to college, and Samantha just kind of in the middle of high school, and I said, "Sure, let's take the life savings and do this. Let's do it. I believe mm-hmm. in you." And and we jumped in with both feet, and and it and it's worked um, because right. of the three things that we focus on mm-hmm. with regard to the company. You know, client, people, and, and company. Yeah. And but it very
2: quickly became, you know, that just the the recipe that keeps playing over and over and over again and you've seen this and you're part of it and you lead it it's you know teamwork makes the dream work yeah absolutely and with the very first team members that came on board with tiny little you know tasks to do that we got paid a little bit for that core group of founders you know were willing to go without pay yes for X amount of time to make it work, so you know it was not us in lock, stock, and barrel. There was others that said, "Oh, okay, yeah, we'll throw in. You guys already took the biggest risk, in our opinion, yep. so we're in." And then that uh, that wheel continues to, to roll. So
1: uh, I know how old your kids are, so I can gauge. You both look very young, so I, I, <laughs> and I hope I don't offend. You. I hope I don't offend you. And I'm, I'm just going to say, how old were you, John, uh, when you decided to take a chance with everything? and the situation, how old were you? 48. 48. So, I only say that, and I didn't know if you were older or younger than what I was thinking. I'll say that you were much older than I was thinking. I think that's the way to make it a compliment. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think I've I, had gray yeah. hair since I was in high school. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was this? that? They that money to get the, for the truck. This yeah, guys yeah, caused a lot of stress. Yeah,
2: I, you thought that was painting my hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but no, I, I say that only because... You know, there's a lot of people out there and i and I'd say that I was really in this boat as well um that people get into this time crunch like they think they're that they, it's too late for them to do something it's too late for them to make mm-hmm. a change and it's not go out and start a a a big company with a hundred employees it's not it can be something simple but you know the point is it's never too late yep. one of the biggest motivators for me this year and I was in it i mean I was I mean, I had a, had a son at 42. I've got an 11-year-old, a nine-month-old now. Uh, but I went through—I don't want to say it was a midlife crisis, but it was a point where I was like, "I'm not—I haven't done what I want to do, but I don't—I don't think I have the time to do it, and I think it's too late." And for whatever reason, and if you go to my LinkedIn page, you can see a, a story titled "One in a Million, which is I did a search on a company my mother worked at. Uh, where there's a million uh, results, and the number one result is a video that my mother was in from 1984. And it was from a company named Gloria Stevens Figure Salons. And I happened to have a conversation with O.J. Mulkey, who was the founder. And this was in this past April. And I was talking to him, and he's like, it's the 40th anniversary of what Gloria Stevens would have been, her 50th anniversary, and I was like, "Well, how old were you when you started this?" Because I've been trying to get his age from him. He never told me his age. Mm-hmm. Still dances to this day. He's late 80s, uh, but he's 42, and he put it all out there. And I'm like, it was just before my 43rd birthday, yeah. and I'm sitting here saying, "Well, it's not too late. It's it, we still got time. You know, as long as we're here, and as long as we're upright, and mm-hmm. as long as we have." passion to -hmm. do something we can do it and it's that effort of continuing and forcing yourself and not stopping and not allowing failure as an option uh, that's that a lot of people don't see yeah right a lot of people don't see the 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 sleepless nights the worry the strain the stress and all this Mm -hmm. this other stuff that goes with it they just see the successful side and then they get discouraged Mm -hmm. like how do I get there right how do I get to how do I get to the poker room Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot that goes to it. And it's actually the most exciting part. I think it is. John John and I were talking about this for a few minutes. And I think that the most exciting time that I'll have with be awesome is right now. I think it'll be I think it'll be exciting. Mm -hmm. But this is like
2: these are the new good old days. Right. Right. This is like (laughs)
1: learning everything, you know, learning about business all over again uh, as my dad and I had a spring water business in the late 90s, early 2000s, but it, it's changed a lot. Understanding the different pieces to business, understanding QuickBooks. I mean, that's a pain in the neck in itself. It um, but all the facets and pieces that go to it mm-hmm. and your brain's just going. And then everybody, like you say, is all in, like getting people engaged mm-hmm. and, and, and having a mission. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what you guys had. You guys had mm-hmm. a commitment to a mission. And you were going to make a difference for your clients Mm -hmm. and you were going to do that through yourselves and with your team. And they bought into it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure you've got a lot of employees. You probably haven't had anybody leave since 2007 or very, (laughs) very few people leave. Our turnover has been pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say so. So, so so what, you got any words of wisdom, anything to tell people? I mean, uh, Anything that you think that the world would want to hear about, as far as how to embrace life, how to embrace relationships, get through the tough times. Um, not everybody can have a pickup truck to look at, but <laughs> is, there so, is there is there anything that you guys that helps you guys immensely when things are tough and challenging to keep that be awesome attitude? Absolutely. Yes.
0: There, there is a you know something that John who mentors a, a great number of young individuals, um, and and some that are closer to his age. It's You know, I, I am a firm believer you can't have enough mentors. Surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but he always tells them, you know, to be patient and, and persistent and, and passionate about where you want to go. And those three Ps will get you mm-hmm. through pretty much everything. Yeah. And then when life gets you to that super-stressed level, you know, and and, and you're losing sleep because you've got eight people in Japan and and eight people in, you know, some part of Europe and somebody's wife has got a sick father and you're worried about the the issues involved in that stress Um, as a business owner and, and that is God will only give you what you can handle and nothing more. So you just gotta look at it that way. You can handle it, whatever it is. So that's how it, that's mm-hmm. that that's what gets me up every day. Yeah. Knowing I can handle it. So and I get to handle it with a friend.
1: Yeah. Uh, three P's. That's great. Yeah. that's good stuff. <laughs>
2: that's uh, helped uh, two daughters. You reflected earlier about uh, Danny, your 11 year old son. You know, you you've experienced him and his his growing. You know, acumen for looking at life and business as a part of life, mm-hmm. and how proud, you know, moments can be yeah. surprises and yeah. they're, they're always going to be coming that way. But with our girls following the 3P philosophy and seeing them trying to practice and they do practice it and creating, you know, just unbridled success in their own rights is, uh, is as exciting as doing it yourself, if not more so.
1: Yeah, cause you're seeing you're seeing it that pass on right, and you're seeing yeah. you're seeing, you know, the the uh, a lot of people probably think about life and they they want to get to a point where they can, you know, relax not have to think about stuff as much, be comfortable, whatever it is. And the reality is, um, and that's something that I experienced a couple of times in this last 14 years of my career is, you get to a comfort level, right? You can cruise control, yeah. Um, and that's you know my my biggest challenge has been or was when a significant change happened you know i got to this point where i had <clears throat> i would have a territory aligned i'd have tons of uh clients and lots of things going on and it started to get kind of easy and then all of a sudden you know they'd flip the script and they'd say "Oh, all right you're going to go do this completely different completely new and i'd be like oh no i'm out of my comfort zone i don't want to do this i what I, I i worked so hard to get to this point there's no point there's no there's no stopping there shouldn't be a stopping it's the people that get the complacency and stopping switch
2: back up the mountain right (laughs) and so but it's it's a it's a daily practice Mm -hmm.
1: and for you to be able to get your kids to embrace that that means that the next generation is hopefully going to have the same Mm -hmm. success accomplishment and passion uh that that you guys have which is great Mm -hmm. because not enough people have it Right. right you look around and You know, this whole thing is because I got frustrated seeing that there weren't a lot of people that that were patient. I think on my first episode, I talked about the airport scenarios and people, you know, wanting to rush home. They don't care if they get on a broken plane; they Mm -hmm. just they want to get home. Um, And I won't say that their persistence. Got them anywhere, and they but they sure were passionate in the way that they yelled at it. But they used all the p's. <laughs> they used all the p's completely wrong, right? Yeah, right? They just they just completely backfired. It. So they probably took your advice <laughs> and did the opposite. Like if I use the three p's, I did something, right? Uh-huh. but Really, they did nothing. Um, but I think that's great advice because uh, the world's moving so fast. Yeah. You know, I I read an article that I think that the average human today consumes the equivalent of 174 or 176 newspapers. I believe it. Yeah. We're talking 25, 30 years ago, maybe? We got one, maybe two newspapers. And you might have had some time to watch the news because you had all this other stuff going on. And now in a day, we're consuming the the equivalent of a... Right. We consume a year's worth in two and a half days. Like when you put that into perspective... We're on sensory overload. We're on high-speed everything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that patient stuff kind of goes out the window. And we got to be patient with each other, most mm-hmm. importantly, that I, I can say that I've struggled with at times. We all do. Mm-hmm. But but understanding it and realizing it and, and seeing what others do with it. I was at, in Florida um, just last week. It was actually a week ago tomorrow. And I got to go to the Epcot Center, the Wine and Food Festival, cool. which if... Even though even though one day at Epcot's 100 and like 10 bucks, mm-hmm. um, it's worth it because the, there's like they make probably 100 food stations from all around the world, just little plates, and you pay like five bucks a plate. But you know walking around and seeing people <clears throat> spend their hard-earned money to go someplace, happiest place on earth, to get there, to have an expedited schedule with your four and five and six-year-olds. To be on a time, you know, we have to do this, 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 and this. When it doesn't go according to plan, you blow your gasket. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to be fun for the kid.
2: Yeah,
1: like you look at that stuff and you go, "What happened?" Yeah, time out. Time out. <laughs> like back up. If you're not gonna, if you're not just gonna take everything away and just say, "Let the chips fall where they may," let's just make sure that it's enjoyable. And let's have ultimate patience because there's going to be 50,000 people, too, on top of that. Mm-hmm. So if we have to sit soaring for two and a half hours yeah. and it's a life experience, let's figure out something to do to make the time go by and not look at the phones.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Um, so that's a, that's that's a absolutely great advice. So, you know, patience, persistence, and passion is, uh, I think, a great way. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to share or thoughts or ideas or...
2: Keep doing what you're doing. You're awesome, wow. Josh. And I think what, what you do is another life lesson that a lot of folks, I think, kind of skip by or don't don't pay attention to for some reason is listen. Yeah. Just keep your ears open. Listen. It, it helps drive patience. <laughs> <laughs> and it also helps you gauge whether or not you're, you're on track with what you're passionate about. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they say you get two two ears and one mouth for a reason, yeah. you listen twice as much as you talk, um, and that's that's something that uh, I appreciate, the comment, because uh, as a public speaker, a lot of times you don't get a lot of time to talk to people, so every word that's said to you, it's it's very important to try to capture and, mm-hmm. and process and yeah. figure out, because... You do it very well. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I uh, I really appreciate you guys welcoming me to your house. The coffee's been fantastic. Jake, the dog, was uh, you got some Jake and, time? Oh, I got some Jake time. Oh, Jake, 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 and I are like this. He tried to make he tried to look mean, but that tail was wagging hard. Uh, so, but I really appreciate uh, most importantly your friendship over the years, and I've learned a lot from you. And uh, every interaction has been great. And and for those of you out there that you work with people. Uh, One of the greatest things that you can do, I can tell you that um, things have not always gone smoothly with projects that we've worked together on, that we've partnered with. Everything hasn't been perfect. It hasn't um, been fine. But one of the greatest things that you can have in your life are people that you work with, that you work together or that you're partnered with, that when things get sideways, you don't get upside down with them. You don't get angry. You don't put blame. You don't do anything. I can remember a project once and one of their team members came to me and it wasn't an accusatory. It wasn't an angry. It was, hey, something fell off here. Let's figure out how to fix it and let's work together for resolution. And that's what you want to strive for. Find the great people. Find that great tribe of folks that you have that you can count on. And that when things get ugly, you don't get ugly with each other because that makes everything that much easier when things don't go well and go, don't go smoothly, and that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> think we're all happy-go-lucky. We are. We love each other, do great with each other, but things go wrong, and we and we work together to get uh, proper resolution where everybody's happy. So, really appreciate you guys giving me this uh, this time, this opportunity. I am going to go get a picture of the truck so people can get a visual of it. Uh, but that'll do it here for episode eleven. Uh, really appreciate everyone's uh, support throughout this. I got another like on iTunes, so I'm up to six. Uh, Donovan Loomis, you're still holding, holding uh, steady with the one actual worded recommendation for me, but uh, I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, basically any place you can listen to a podcast. You can listen to it on my website at beawesome.com. Really appreciate the ratings, uh, whether it's one or five stars, and, and reviews comments shares likes that's how i get my word out uh, and that's how i get up the list uh, as as a, a frame of reference there were 538,000 podcast channels when i started this just a couple short months ago there's over 550,000 and i got some report recently that said i'm under i'm in like 39,852 top podcasts or something like that so um you have a choice. You have 550,000 choices on a podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to mine. As always, you guys can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook under be awesome, uh, or Joshua peach on LinkedIn. I put quite a bit of stuff out there, uh, with updates and, uh, my website, be email is Josh at beawesome.com. That's Josh at dot M.com. And, uh, hope to keep those shirt orders coming and, uh, Give Santa a nice uh, little check here coming this this uh, Christmas. I do have to give um, one last shout to David Varda, a great friend from Ohio, who uh, was in Florida last week and walked up to me and uh, and bought a shirt through eBay or eBay PayPal. And uh, uh, when he walked away, when he went to walk away, I noticed that he donated that he made a payment of a hundred dollars for one shirt. And I, I told him that he put too much in and he said, I'd like for the additional 75 to go to the charity. So, um, just class act, incredible people, um, that are, uh, that are not looking at this, uh, just as, you know, buying a shirt, they're looking at it as a movement to make a difference. And, uh, that's what this is all about. So, uh, for the time being, always remember, uh, to do awesome. You gotta be awesome. Have a great week.